We got it, don't worry. <laughs> it's working. Northern California. <laughs> so that meme comes in. <laughs> they, were, they were breaking down the song on Genius. But I don't usually... Some rappers, like, they only know how to express themselves through their bars. But yeah. when they actually try to like, break it down, it doesn't work out. Yeah, is that what So them? that's what they were doing. They were like, no, I'm saying it. It just means this. It just means I'm like, dude, you don't have it's self-explanatory. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let that be a little intro. All you folks here, this is your homie Mario back again. This is episode number 23 of the Puro Caballero Show. Today is Friday, May the 11th. I have a very special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself to the to the crew, to the to all the listeners out there? Hi everyone, my name is Maritza. Um, not much to introduce myself with. I'm from Inglewood. Inglewood. Um, Always up to no good. Oh God. <laughs> Like, I haven't heard that one before. That's it. So, I'm just here to chat. Yep, yep. So, just kicking it. Just, just, uh, hanging out here. Just, uh, this, on this Friday. Lovely. Actually, not so lovely. Eh, we're, we're spoiled as hell. It's LA. This is, like, pretty okay weather. It's probably, like, 73 degrees with some, with a lot of clouds. A lot of clouds. There was some, a little, like, precipitation in the morning time. I had to like put my windshield wipers because my my car was dirty going into work today, so yeah, that's what's going on. But we're keeping it moving, keeping it grooving, even though it feels like the groundhog still hasn't showed up yet, and it's not spring in LA. I'm I feel like a lot that the um, the seasons are like shorter now than they were before, or they're it's so there's only two seasons. There's winter and then there's summer, and there's like Basically, no there's no transition. Like mm-hmm. in between them anymore, and then summer lasts until like October or something. That's what I'm saying. Like summer will start in like June, and then yeah, go to like October or even like early November sometimes now. Mm-hmm. And then winter just starts pretty much where summer ends, and then just goes all the way. Like we're still, I feel like we're still in like LA winter weather. Mm-hmm. Like it's been weird. Like it'll want to get warm, it'll get warm for a week, and then it just gets cold again basically yeah well what's that climate change but you know it's fake though so it's all fake news yeah. cnn is just keeps you know doing this shit i don't know <laughs> i don't even want to i don't even want to get into that shit anyway anyway i wanted to bring ritz on because uh we've been having some good conversations just uh just a little chit chatting about a few different things that have been going on i know you recently saw the black panther movie yes how was it what it was amazing and I'm glad. Well, okay, it's been hyped up by everyone, yeah, and no. I think it deserves mm-hmm. the hype because yeah. I saw it just like what two days ago, mm-hmm. and that's like post like everything. Like we're already on the Avengers. Like I should have right. been seeing this movie. It's like on DVD now and everything now. Huh? I, I don't know. Oh, it should be. It, <laughs> it should, should be. be. I, no, 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 I saw it in theaters though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I feel like it did, it did deserve the hype. Like I saw it and I was blown away. I had already been a fan of the Black Panther companion album, whatever. Yeah, the so, Kendrick, so Kendrick album. So not the actual yeah. musical score, but the Kendrick one. And 
like my mind was just blown because I like understood the references now. Like I didn't know paramedic was supposed to be uh, what we were listening to in the beginning. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know paramedic was like supposed to be in reference to how Killmonger felt or like just had right. a lot of references. I thought that was really cool. They did a good job of like weaving both of those together. Yeah. Like separate, they're both dope in their own right. But when you put them like and you have like the connection between them, it, they there's greater meaning in exactly. both of them. Like kind of. You know, it's like, thank the top dog entertainment did a good job of putting that the the, the whole thing together. Yeah. And they picked a lot of cool artists. There's like a lot of artists that are from like Africa that are like in there, mm-hmm. like that provide like different verses or like the, the vocals. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a lot of like contemporary hip hop artists, especially from California, which is close to the movie because Killmonger's character is like from born Oakland. in Oakland and like grew up in that environment. And so he would naturally would be in that kind of world and sphere of like influence because there's like a very distinctive like Bay Area rap music scene that is like different even than to like L.A. or just California in general or the whole West Coast, mm-hmm. like the people in Washington or Portland that do music and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like very, very unique like area and like situation that he kind of comes from. So and it's uh, yeah, you're right. So you listened to, like, the album first, though, right? Yeah, I did. And then I saw the movie, so... I mean, I didn't even know he, he was saying, I am Killmonger in the beginning. Like, I had no <laughs> idea what this dude was saying. Right. I totally understood it afterwards. Something mm-hmm. I've been thinking about about the movie was how um, I like the contrast between Killmonger and T'Challa, whereas you would think he's a villain mm-hmm. like, um, that just wanted to destroy Right, but there's, like, a reason behind Exactly, yeah. yeah, like, he was right. I feel like they're both mm-hmm. right. You know, T'Challa didn't want to expand their resources to the world because they right. want to maintain their own um, sustainability. Mm-hmm. But, but Eric had a different view of what it means to help out their people, and his people was a more expans- expanded view. Like, True african-americans the african mm-hmm. people right etc so that was really interesting to see um that like see like a multifaceted villain that was cool the way that i kind of described it i, I didn't want to characterize him as a villain because mm-hmm. even though he has like certain characteristics and qualities that are like not positive like he killed his own girlfriend like he like he didn't care that was bold right like things like that so you can tell he's you can I kind mean, of see where his moral compass is mm-hmm. but at the same time he does seem like his internal motivations are based on, you know, things that have merit. Like, he, there's a reasoning behind his logic and his thinking. And I think it was a, they did a very good job of presenting kind of the two different perspectives that you kind of get in, like, black culture. Because you get, like, the African-American experience. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, the African experience itself. And those two things are, like, very different. And there's a lot of differences. Because I think I, I've kind of noticed it um, with some friends or just people that I know who are, you know, grow up here and they're, they consider themselves African-American or, you know, they're like just the black experience living in America. They've been here, their family's been here for, for generations um, versus the people who have just recently come to America who are like mm-hmm. from Africa, like their experiences are a little bit different and they kind of view each other as like, you know, we look, we might look the same or us, you know, have similar features, but the culture is like, there's differences there. So I think both characters kind of consumed both of those perspectives a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering how people who who don't 
have any remote understanding of mm-hmm. the black experience. I wonder how they felt watching this movie. Yeah, and like the like, international audience yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that was that was that was very interesting. Cause I know they were promoting yeah. really hard in Korea because of their Busan sequence. Mm. But mm. like, I wonder how 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 much they were able to outreach and like actually get people to come and see it and and how did they respond yeah well but that's interesting i know the box office numbers were like killing it in internationally and so Mm -hmm. it surprised a lot of people because in hollywood there's a lot of uh like prejudice and like uh sometimes there's uh decisions made at like regarding the promotion of certain films based off of the ethnicity of the main actors or the main characters in the story. So there's a lot of times where there will be like films with black lead characters that don't get the same publicity or the same marketing push in the U.S. or in other countries as they do like internationally, just global. And I think uh, I've this, some of the stories that I've read or the articles I've read is a lot about like the Chinese market because apparently they want to see like a lot of like white actors there. Like sometimes they don't even want to see Asian actors as being the lead role sometimes because wow. in their head that that's the way that they've been taught is that you know if Hollywood is white. Yeah, or the Hollywood is white, and that like the white actor is the 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 kind of the pinnacle. That's crazy. And so they 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 kind of got that perspective kind of from from us a little bit from the U.S. like kind of film scene, Mm. American film kind of thing. So it's kind of a warped sense of perception and reality kind of that they have sometimes, or at least that's what I've read about. I guess other people would be able to speak on it probably more, but. Yeah, it seemed like they did really well, like surprisingly, more than they thought. Mm. And so I was reading it, I was watching an interview with Chadwick Boseman actually like a couple of days ago. He's talking to Jamie Foxx, and that was one of the things he was like, because he was asking, like, hey, do you pay attention to any numbers and all this stuff like that? And he was like, I don't pay attention to the domestic box office numbers. They talk to me about it and all that stuff, and it's like, whatever. But he was saying he pay attention to the international numbers because in the past, when he was doing movies, he wouldn't get that publicity or that run. And so, like, because people would tell him, like, I don't know, like, if this is going to work as well, et cetera, et cetera. Or, mm-hmm. like, we're going to be losing money doing this. And so now, because Black Panther's so popular, he goes, like, ha, I told you. I saw <laughs> you. I told you guys we were right. Like, we can do a good movie. So I thought that was that was amazing. There's so many, like, levels of, like, the story that are so intricate. And I love how, like, different tribes are, like, all part of it. And, right. And they all have their own kind of unique... Um, perspective but to still be within the same group yeah so and, and they did a good job of developing and fleshing out the characters and Killmonger's amazing exactly I feel like he got more development than T'Challa did it's kind of true mm-hmm. but T'Challa's our hero so he has to get some development in the future yeah and I, I think it was a good foundation to lay the Black Panther on so I think the way they introduced the, the whole world of Wakanda was a good timing in the whole sequence of the films and everything mm-hmm. too because they kind of hinted at Wakanda a little bit in uh, the, what was it um, uh, the what was the last um, Civil War Captain America Civil War I don't remember oh you don't yeah. okay so like you know at the beginning of uh, Black Panther you see like the older Black Panther or the ex-Black Panther the, right. the, the, the I can't remember the name T'Challa's dad pretty much uh-huh T'Chaka, that's his name. You see how he dies visiting the United Nations, right? And stuff like that. Oh, was that? That was in the movie. Okay, that... I felt like I was just... I felt like I had deja vu when I saw that. <laughs> okay, I, I totally, I totally just, like, removed it from my memory. I was like, wait, this looks so familiar. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like this happened before, and that's yeah. what it was. That's what they do in a lot of the movies, like at the beginning. I like how they tie in, mm-hmm. um, just events from that, that same Marvel universe, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's that's like cool. the end of one movie is like the beginning of the next movie, which is very, mm-hmm. very sick. I always like that. Um, trying to think, how much battery power I have on my computer. Uh, yeah, it should be okay. Don't tell them that. They don't need to know that. <laughs> hey, no, it's cool. It's a podcast. Whatever happens, happens in the podcast. <laughs> if a freaking uh, sirens go by, that's that's a podcast. If uh, somebody knocks on my do- on my freaking apartment room door when I'm recording this, that's a podcast. If somebody calls me in the middle of a thing, that's a podcast. Whatever. You just keep it moving. It's just like, it is what it is, you know? All right. <laughs> Mine's I, I don't keep this as like tight wound as like some other people do. Some people like edit it and like cut out the the awkward noises and stuff like that i'm like nah people talk how they talk and it's like doesn't feel as authentic if you don't let that kind of breathe so that's kind of how i do it but that's just my perspective i just like keep that shit raw as fuck okay (laughs) oh man but yeah i guess transitioning though moving on i recently just saw infinity war last night that shit was amazing and you've seen it too right it was everything i wanted it to be um i actually saw infinity uh, yeah infinity war before black panther so mm-hmm. i had no idea wakanda was high tech as heck yeah yeah like shuri like, shuri and everything know. yeah Suri. and so like that was my introduction to it and i was like oh shit why is winter soldier there mm, gotcha gotcha why with, is he why is he throwing around these rocks with yeah. like one arm or whatever <laughs> And um, I already, I had respect for Wakanda already after watching Infinity War. So when mm-hmm. I was going into, into watching Black Panther, um, I knew what I was, ex- I knew what I was expecting. I gotcha, was really gotcha. Cool. Um, I like how in Infinity War, all the superheroes got some type of screen time. It didn't really feel mm-hmm. like anybody was the main character, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I enjoyed seeing Doctor Strange a lot because I like him a lot. So. Did you see this Doctor Strange movie? I did. I really liked that movie, too. Me, too. That was probably the, my f- one of my... I don't know if it would be my favorite, mm-hmm. but I think the CGI and, like, the whole realm of, like, his Wait, world... what did you think about the the huh. CGI or animation in Black Panther? I feel like it would fell, fell through sometimes. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't like I it as much? It didn't convince me, no. I liked it. I liked it. There was there was only a few scenes that I could maybe nitpick when you see like him in the full Black Panther suit, like when he's going through Korea. Not even and, like, that. Like I feel like it was it was Wakanda itself sometimes. Really? Yeah. Was it like the force field, like uh, or like the sh- the shield that they had? Sometimes it just you know, I think they focused too much on like their budget was pretty high for like the animals, like the big right right not. Oh, right like the rhino, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the rhino or like their suits and stuff but like when it came to like landscapes uh-huh. or like um like exterior buildings or whatever i just sure. like it, it felt through but you know what black panther is huge now so that budget is gonna be way higher <laughs> for the second one for the second yeah. one i'm gonna have no complaints i'm yeah. sure i don't know i didn't really notice that when i was watching I did, it but that's yeah. that's interesting to hear from your side i think they did an amazing bang up job on all of the uh like you were saying uh, the costumes mm-hmm. and the set or not maybe not the set the set design in certain locations I thought was sick. Maybe not in Wakanda itself. Mm. I thought, like, the, the scene when they're in the um, gambling parlor in Korea, mm. I thought that was really well done. There's a video of, on YouTube of Ryan Coogler, the director, breaking down the scene and, like, telling you everybody how he did it, the colors used, the reason why behind the colors used, and, like, 
how each character has their own distinct color and a, a different mm. reason behind it and the the camera angle the the way the camera it was shot and everything the way they placed the characters and he basically explained he had like a whole like 3d model print out of like the whole scene mm. and he had these little like uh, characters and he would move them around like in his office as he was like mapping it out in his head how he's wow. gonna shoot it so i was like damn that's pretty sick um but yeah i think one thing i was kind of disappointed about in infinity war was that black panther didn't get as big of a role yeah. or that mm-hmm. like the whole it was, seemed like they just used Wakanda as yeah, just exactly. a scene just for, like, yeah, the battle to like, take place. Oh, like, this is what happens when you bring others to, <laughs> others to uh, Wakanda. Yeah, like what Okoye was saying. He's like, this is not what I expected when you talked about opening up to the other yeah. the free world. He's like, well, what did you think? <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know, like, the Olympics or Starbucks or something like that. Yeah. I was like, that was, that was pretty funny. But yeah, that's what I, that was. That was my one little gripe there. I think also too, what I was reading is I'm not sure Marvel necessarily understood that how big Black Panther was gonna be, like before. So when they were planning oh, exactly. Infinity War, mm-hmm. they yeah, they kind of fell through with how they were gonna a little include bit. him. Yeah, a little bit. They didn't include him as much, and I think, but it's so difficult because there's so many damn characters that are involved. Yeah. There was, I like, mean, the, the, four the different worlds. time they gave yeah. to Star-Lord, they could have given to Black Panther. Because Star-Lord was so unnecessary in this <laughs> You think so? I mean... It dragged on a little bit, It did sure. drag on. I get it. They they showed him a lot because of his girlfriend. What's her name? Um, freaking Zoe Zaldana. Yeah, like, she um, had some issues with Gamora, Thanos. But, Gamora, like... Yeah. Oh, just some issues, like some issues, some dad issues. Just the fact that she, that he destroyed like her family and like yeah. half her planet, and yeah, then t- and then basically stole her and then raised her and then like but tried Star to raise her in her image. Some of his, I just don't think his humor was well directed. I don't think. I don't, really? Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like it was just more annoying than it was funny. Okay, that's fair enough. Mean, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did enjoy him, but I understand why you would say so because he did get a lot of lines in this movie. Um, and uh, that I was reading too is like the director for Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. or like one of the main writers who did a lot of the dialogue. He actually also helped with the dialogue in this movie too. So my assumption is like he probably helped with their characters and doing some of the funny bit roles and stuff like that. Like the whole scene where they're on that planet and like uh, we have like Doctor Strange, like Spider Man and Iron Man, and they meet up with the. Uh, um, Star Lord, Dax, and uh, Mantis, and they're like, kind of like, duking it out a little bit before before Thanos got there, and that whole scene was hilarious. Where it was just like, uh, it's like, what is Gamora? Who is Gamora? It's like, better yet, what is Gamora? Mm-hmm. Says, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> I was like, freaking Dax was like, Dax was hilarious in this whole movie though. Yeah, I like him. I liked him a lot. That was that was really good. The whole scene where he's in the the ship, and uh, they're um, talking about what was it? Or like he has like a moment with between like Star Lord and Gamora, and they're like getting all intimate and stuff like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's in there eating the chips. <laughs> um, I've mastered stillness. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mastered the power of still being ultimately still, and he's like moving the chip up to his mouth. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a funny that one. That was funny. Yeah, that movie was amazing. I think all of those the Marvel movies where they like put all the characters together they always do a good job of making sure each character has like their own voice in the movie and they bring their own like little perspective to it so anytime you see them in a shot it's like their character rubs off on like the way the story's told kind of thing 
Mm. So like uh, things get a little bit more egotistical anytime Iron Man's in a scene. And then every time Iron Man and Doctor Strange met up with each other, they're two like strong-willed like kind of. That you know, was a fun dynamic. Yeah, I want to see that expand a little bit more because then uh, when Art DJ's character, mm-hmm. when Iron Man, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. My bad. When Iron Man <laughs> um, saved Doctor Strange, like their relationship was kind of like at a question mark. There, it was like, hmm, yeah. do I like you now or not? Right. That was that was nice to see. Yeah, that, I thought that was really cool. I think Spider-Man added a good component to the whole Avengers, like yeah, just being like, like the kid and the whole yeah. I think situation. I think that was necessary. So that was the first time I felt like I could I could accept this the new Spider-Man. New Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you know that actors like British too? There's like a, a good amount of actors that are like British really? that are like or from the UK. Oh, I in know. in the Marvel world, and there's a couple of them that actually speak with like American accents. So like, Benedict Cumberbatch is the other one, Doctor Strange. So like, oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know either, and then I saw the interview with them on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that, and I was like, Dude, oh, shit, I, I love them all together. When especially when they get drunk together, <laughs> like that one last Avengers premiere, and they were interviewing with Jimmy Kimmel, and they were just all just drunk. Really? Yeah, you didn't see that. Was it for this one, Infinity War? No, it was for for the last one. I don't think I saw it. All right, so watch it. They're all okay. They're hint. They hint at the fact that they're lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know they're lit when when Chris Evans opens his mouth. God, (laughs) you could tell he's the one who can't handle his drinks. Like he he, starts slurring his words. He he wasn't even slurring, but like he was just so extra. (laughs) And then they start playing a game afterwards, and like you just know they are. <laughs> um, That's the thing too on those late night sets is they always give them a bunch of alcohol backstage because they know if you get them liquored up they'll talk on on air better. Like they give them. Oh well, they were they were drunk already though because they had oh, just had their premiere. That too. No, they were going mm-hmm. to have the premiere right after the show. Uh, so I think they were already prepped. Like they were already yeah. like going through a lot of events. That's true because Jimmy Kimmel's literally right there. Yeah, they're literally yeah. across the street. So yeah. um, that was really funny. Scarlett was the funniest. You wouldn't expect her to be that drunk but she they got, all got, got we all get along very well I guess so. <laughs> that's cool that's really cool too yeah. especially because they're just all big time actors in general even if they didn't like work in the Marvel Universe I think that's cool you yeah. see like a lot of actors and stuff have beef with each other and it's like nah it's like, oh I don't want to do this movie like, because so and so is attached to it yeah. and all that other shit so. I would expect RDJ to be the drunkest out of all of them you know <laughs> but it was Chris Evans well I think he's had his own past and problems with oh, with, with that stuff true. right so I think he's uh, he's kind of reformed himself a little bit more now than he, he has been. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I guess back to the movie. Thanos, man, that dude was freaking crazy, and I think it was they did a good job of developing him too as a character, because even though it's like fucked up and like how what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. you kind of like people have presented that argument before about like just in theory. And have, like, talked about it. And, like, I've heard of things about, like, population control and stuff like that. So it was interesting that they actually took, like, a concept and, like, fleshed it out into, like, an actual character. Or I guess I'll give credit to the comic book writers initially because they're the ones who made the, the, the character. But I think they did a good job of, like, making Josh Brolin's role pretty um, Do you think that's stand an, out. This is a morbid kind of question. Do you mm. think that's an actual solution mm. to world problems? No. Population control? Not in that manner. Not in the manner that he was talking about. Do you think that we could... It's possible? Like, we could actually have, be overpopulated? Oh, I think we are now in terms of, like, the resources, resources? that we have. Okay. And in terms of how the 
access we have to those resources. So I think we haven't done a good enough job of developing new ways to tap into those resources. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, clean drinking water is a big issue in the world, right? Right. Even in our country. And even in our country, exactly. Flint, Michigan doesn't have good water. hasn't had water for years. Compton recently just had their own yeah. water issues. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so there's a lot of, like, poor communities tend to be people of color, black communities in America that don't have access to these, these things as much. Or, I mean, even just like a lot of wells and stuff get like, uh, uh, tarnished and like ruined because they get like a lot of, uh, contamination, uh, for, for different things. So if there's like a chemical plant and they just dump they for like years, they would have dumped like chemicals into like the local river stream or something like that. Then the whole freaking system there gets screwed and then nothing can grow. And then the soil just doesn't become nutrient dense and then it just becomes a wasteland a barren wasteland so that has happened but one of the solutions to to like the the clean drinking water issue is desalination plants and things like that so there's like not that we haven't developed the ability to make it affordable um, for everyone so we still have people who are just accessing to like a very limited amount of water so even if we're just able to make desalination plants more affordable mm-hmm. and if we we're able to like install them in different places then it would be a lot more um you know that'd be one one way to kind of tackle the problem that problem in particular but there are other issues i mean we live in la this is like one of the more concentrated places in the world in terms of people it's like well seven million people documented people that are living in la county so there's just and it's only getting bigger and people are like living on top of each other more and more so it's getting crazy and you can kind of see it in like other places too but i would you, you can't just freaking just wipe out half the population that's just freaking that's crazy that's gutless like it's like right. these are living people right it's morally not what you want to be doing so that's my kind of two cents on that whole thing but i thought it was interesting how like even he had his own motivating factor for doing certain things of because sometimes in movies you're like, why is the villain doing this? Or like, is there? Did he really need to do that? Or, you know, what I mean, like you kind of ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Or like, but ah, this doesn't make sense. This one it seemed to like make sense. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like he's willing to go through anything to fucking make sure that he can follow through in his plan. Even kill his own daughter. Even kill his own daughter. And uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, this whole thing's a spoiler alert. I'll, that's true. Yeah. My so no, nah, that's that's not on you. I'll put it on the title. It's good. It's good. People will know. So, yeah, that was a amazing, amazing film. Thought the CGI was really good. Yeah, it was. I'm like really blown away about how many dope actors and actresses are like actually in the whole Marvel. Imagine like, like just being on that set. It was just turning around. Crazy. Chris Evans turning around. Robert Downey Jr. turning around. Scarlett Johansson. Like, like Mark Ruffalo. We got Anthony Mackie. We've got. Um, uh, which is Don and Cheadle. And imagine them all like, in their Chadwick costumes. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's the insane. Nigera, like, who else? We I have know. I know that one Chris of the, Pratt. Uh-huh. Like, I can keep going. This is ridiculous. I know that like, for the Justice League when I forgot one of the designers actually saw all of them on uh-huh. the same set dressed up. She said she actually got chills <laughs> because she I'm said, sure. oh, "Oh my god, like these are iconic superheroes right. in their costume, like." They're really here. Yeah, I know crazy. I'd cry the moment <laughs> I'd see Wonder Woman. Just tears. Just real tears will come out of my eyes. That's all I'm saying. 
Now, if you see Gal Gadot, or if you see like someone in the world, it is like, no, 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 no. Ga- it has to be Gal Gadot. If, if whether she's in her costume or not, if I see her, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I'm emotional. I'm breaking down. Nobody could talk to me for like a month after that. You're like, I love you in the Fast Furious movies. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Damn, uh, she built muscle after that though. I didn't really. Like, I didn't see Justice League, so I don't. I haven't seen her around recently. You didn't so. see Wonder Woman. Or no, I didn't see Wonder Woman either. I like. I this don't. podcast is currently over. Oh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't watch movies that often. See, like you, you got you were pestering me for like a couple weeks to get like watching okay, okay, more, so I finally watched I'm, it. Like, I am. I'm bad. At, I'm bad at watching new movies. I am personally offended. I'm very bad at watching new movies. Anyway, so Wonder Woman, <laughs> <laughs> aka the greatest movie of our time. I'm just kidding. It's not. allegedly. Uh, it's not. I, I for a superhero movie, it did. I think it was really great. Mm. The fighting, the fight scene at the end was a letdown. I'm not gonna tell you how because okay. you haven't seen it. Okay. It was a letdown. I'm a big fan of the movie and what it stands for, but mm. but that could have been done way better. And I feel like it almost made her look weak. Mm, okay. She's so much better in the comics. Like she even has a fucking like invisible airplane. Where the fuck was that? Like that's where true. Was it wasn't it? in the movie. No, it wasn't. Ah, what the fuck? I mean, it was like in the cartoon. You see, like yeah, you see her like, flying around, her, like, like flying, yeah. you know, like I don't know. And plus, she if she's a demigod, she should be able to have more powers, which they mm. didn't really expand on. And I'm just hoping mm. that just because it was an intro film, an intro to her, hopefully they'll give her more. I feel like if she's gonna if she's gonna be a god, she should be OP. Honestly. Yeah. She should be. But I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, let's not get into that. Well, yeah. Wonder Woman. Great great film. Yeah. I love it. I've heard there was issues with the whole Justice League, DC universe, and their movies. And I I was really turned off when they had the new Batman. Even when they just announced that it was going to be... What's his name? Um, Freaking... Who's the new Batman right now? Uh, Oh, my God. He used to date J-Lo. Why am I blanking on his name? God damn it. You want to Google it? Yeah, we need to know his name. Yeah, I always get tripped up when I freaking forget a name that I'm, I should know. He was in Gone Girl. Yeah, um, Ben Affleck. There we go. Ben Affleck, yeah. Always figure it out at some point. Yeah, I was disappointed when he was announced as like the new Batman. Me too. So I was like, you what the swear fuck? I'm going to believe he's a, he's Batman. Right, this dude looking like puppy dog sad face. <sighs> like, I can't, that can't be my Batman. Like, I, I need a dude who's like freaking, you know... You know, you know how like what's like, his metal. face? You know how what's his face is our Spider-Man? Um, yeah. Um, Tommy Maguire. My Batman is. Which one's who's your Batman? Because there's been a few of them. That's those. true, but my yeah. Batman. That's what I'm saying. My Batman is. Um... It's not George Clooney. No, hell no. It was in the '90s. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Oh yeah. That's... What's his name? I don't know um... anybody's name. Oh my god, what am I blanking? Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah. I just don't know who the guy's name right now at this moment in time. Oh my goodness. But he has it all. He has he has the darkness that Batman requires. Yes, yeah. He has the human. Well, Christopher Nolan's Batman gave gave Batman humanity, in my opinion. Because yeah. I feel like we, we wouldn't really expect Batman to have that much humanity. True. But he true. expanded on it a lot, I feel. He has... He's troubled, like, but he has actual dilemmas. Right. Because when you're powerful, you have dilemmas. Mm-hmm. And he, um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And he has that like, rich. Rich guy kind of. Rich guy. Um, I could be an asshole kind of look. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. That's what you kind of. That's what you need for Batman because that's yeah, where he comes from. Because he's rich yeah. and he learns how to be a, a superhero with his money. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like. Can you believe? Can you believe your, Ben Affleck your... as a as a billionaire? <laughs> can you? I know. I can't. Okay. So. Yeah, not from his past roles either. I get. I get like, what they were trying to do though. They were trying to get an A-lister to do it, but mm-hmm. the Superman isn't an A-lister, is he? Nah, at least he wasn't before. Yeah. So. I feel like they probably could have done that with... Yeah, so I got upset because of that, and then I also got upset because of that, that fuck shit, like, Superman versus Batman bullshit. Like, that was such a terrible movie. I didn't even see it, so, like... You I, don't like, need to see it. That's what it. I'm saying. That's what, but, that's what but took me off of Wonder all Woman of the DC. Gets okay, intro right, in there. All right. If, if Wonder Woman's good, I'll watch Wonder Woman, but the other ones, I'll probably... Just, no, but Wonder yeah. Woman gets introduced there. Oh, okay. So that that's what was uh, hype about okay. it. That... Mm-hmm. Honestly, they should have... I think it was... Okay, I I know this this is going to sound weird, but I feel like if they had only called the film Dawn of Justice... Would have been better. We would have the idea that it wasn't supposed to be just about them. Mm. Because they made it... Because they they included Wonder Woman a little bit too much. Oh, for it to just be a strictly Batman-Superman movie? There's a reason why they called it Dawn of Justice, and that's because they're trying... It's literally the Dawn of Justice. They're trying to introduce, like, their other characters. Right, right. And she wasn't in there too much for it to be, like, oh, a movie about all three. But I feel like Mm -hmm. our perception of the movie would have just been different if it was Dawn of Justice, as opposed to Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I think... Yeah, I think you're right. The way they Um, title it and the way they they present it is always, I never thought the title mattered that much for anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But in that case, I feel like it taught me that the title does matter. Definitely. For things now. Definitely. Um, but still, Batman vs Superman is just stupid. It was stupid. We all know Superman's gonna win. Right. So that's like why I like I fuck with the whole Marvel world of characters, but the DC world of characters I've been like standoffish yeah. with a lot more. Since like when they put the other Batman or like they had, was they had like a Superman movie, a few years ago, where it was. Um, it was kind of like boring and i can't remember who i think um what's his name the dude who who's like uh, house of cards um oh my god why am i blanking on his name house of cards actor what the hell the guy that uh had the sexual assault allegations um oh um you know what i'm talking about i know exactly who you're talking about i just don't know the name all right hold on a second i'm coming up with it um, he was one of the the villains. He was like the main villain, and I was like, mm. "Oh, Kevin Spacey, fucking Kevin Spacey, man!" I freaking actually liked him as an actor before this all this shit happened, and I'm like, "What's that movie he did? That was like really iconic." Um, he's done a, a a few. I mean, he did like the uh, one where he like dies in the end. He's like explaining in the beginning. He's like, "Oh, he dies in the beginning and the end." Actually, he's just like, "There." My name is so and so. And today is the day I died. American Beauty. There we go. He did. He was so good in that he role. Was so good. But I feel like it was. Now it's scary. Now it's scary because <laughs> it's like he probably knew that role too well. Like that's you know terrifying what I'm to think about. It is though. But imagine now, being that actress. It makes actress? sense though. It makes sense now, like in retrospect. Yeah. Imagine where... being that actress and thinking like, oh, oh shit, like. He he did. <laughs> oh, like now that actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she's probably like, damn, this dude actually was. <sighs> I know. A freak. Damn, that dude like sexually assaulted so many other guys and. Like, that, a lot. 
Well, like there I only were, knew of like one. Last there was like uh, more people came. Forward? Yeah, more people came forward afterwards. There was a handful of them, but like there was more allegations of like other stuff that he had done, and it had gone back like to like the early or the late eighties or something like that. So it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't. It's not the best. Yeah, his his role in American Beauty is like, you almost know that role a little too well. Like, now that I think back on yeah, it, it I'm makes sense. Am I ever gonna see that movie again? I, I probably won't either. And I'm disappointed because he came out in Seven, and he also came out in Usual Suspects, and those are also really, really good movies from the 90s. Dang. Seven was amazing. I guess he's still, like, a freaking... Uh, yeah, I guess in Seven, too, he's, like, a freak. He's, like, this weird, like, uh, freaking murderer guy who, like, sets up the whole freaking uh, plot of the movie, killing everybody based off of the Seven Deadly Sins and everything like that. What's in the box? Uh, have you seen that movie? No? It's, it's a good one. This podcast should end right now, then. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, we'll do Were a little... Were you teasing me? Is that what that was? I don't know. <laughs> Were you mocking me for saying what I said earlier? I don't know. Was it? It's like pollen coming in here. It's annoying. Oh, is it? We can put the window no, up. No, it's cool. We're going to die. Be... Yeah, we'd be like the, 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 the kids that... Parents leave in the car with the windows open yeah, or with the windows down or up. Basically. I mean, do you believe in palm reading? Palm reading? Yeah. Mm, I don't, but it really. is interesting how it we is. all have different lines and shit. That is true. And reading like into what the lines mean as like that's crazy. I was just yeah. thinking about it because I saw my dry ass hands, <laughs> and I was like, is it really because my life is changing, or is it because I'm so dry? Yeah. Like, I'm starting to get all these types my of wrinkles, changing, you know, like, on my hands. hands. Oh, man. Anyway, so what? What? I was just going to say, one of the other big things we've been talking about like, recently in the last few weeks, your boy, Yeezy. When you said his name, I, I had it. Like, I, I could see, like. It hurt a little <laughs> in my heart. I could see the. the okay, yeah. so you guys don't know me. So, basically, I'm a big Kanye West fanatic. Since I was young, I can remember my brother buying the college dropout. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? But I didn't really understand or appreciate his music until I got older. Maybe towards the end of middle school, going into high school, that's when I was kind of like, oh, wait, this is... I like this dude. I like his music. And that was like, what, a graduation album? was like? Graduation was 2000... Graduation was like 06 or something, 07. Because that was the first album I bought on iTunes, actually. Really? And I remember getting it on my iPad and going into high school and mm-hmm. listening to it and showing all my friends, like, look, I got this album. Da, 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 da. This is amazing. I believe you can tell a lot about a person based on their favorite Kanye West album because there's no bad album. 808s, a lot of people hate, though. <laughs> I don't. I okay, appreciate but, but it. That, I don't. That's, that's not. That's not the my most enjoyable. That's wild. Because like that's his most like that he influenced so many people. You know, we wouldn't have uh, no like future or, or like Travis Scott if it wasn't for 808s. You know, like that they. You know, legend. Anyway, but um, <laughs> my favorite album is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. What's yours? It's probably. It's got to be one of the first three ones. So, it, actually, it'll probably be one of the first two. Because I feel you like... You need to choose one. I know. That's why I'm talking through this right now in my head. And, like, I'm not in my head, but vocally. So, like, I feel like Graduation has more harder singles than the other two ones initially. But 
the other two albums are more cohesive in terms of the message. So I'll probably go late registration. Uh, Interesting. Because I like Drive Slow with Paul Walls on that one. And there's some other good ones. I think I'm Coming Home is also a good one. Or Homecoming, I think it's called. Homecoming. Or it's the one. Um, I'll look it up right now. I got my Spotify. But fast forward, I can tell you I will be listening to the new album. I will okay. be judging it. Okay. I hope it does not include Kanye versus the people. Scoop Diddy Poop. I hope it doesn't, it doesn't include Scoop Diddy Poop. I haven't even listened to it. And I when I could never imagine myself not listening to a song of his. But I have not heard a Scoop Diddy Poop one. And I refuse to. But um, yeah, he's hurt my feelings a lot lately. Um, I think that I've as a fan or as fans like we try to make excuses for him left and Mm -hmm. right but this is the first time where I think no you need to own up to what you've said and I don't want okay something that I I find problematic in like how we treat celebrities and stuff like that Mm -hmm. is how forgiving are we gonna be towards politicians artists actors Mm -hmm. after we know they did something wrong right or said something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, how forgiving are we going to be in understanding them when they're willing to grow and accept what they did and, right. in, and you know, just, like, be better? Right. Like, my hopes for Kanye is that have your stupid-ass phase. Have it. You go. He goes through a lot of phases. I'm like that, too. Like, right. you know? So I understand that. But this is one thing I can't forgive for what I am willing... No, this is one thing I'm not going to, like, make make excuses for him for. But I'm willing to, like, acknowledge if he does grow and change his perspective. Because True. that's what happens to us. We change. We grow up. We change. Like, we're talking about a boy from the south side of Chicago always talking about he nobody ever gave him a chance to be a rapper. And now he's a rapper and all... And this is the same guy that did... um um. What's this? Is the same guy that did the college dropout? Like, I know that's what's so crazy. Talking to me. about his mom sitting in the sit-ins. Well, yeah, I with mean, his grandpa. You know that that's wild to I, me. I feel like he like lost a lot of the his, his that, credibility he, from like his a lot of the fans that he's he established initially because he's kind of gone back against like a lot of the stuff that exactly. he used to go be against because like. All falls down and is like super material, uh, anti-materialistic and stuff like that. And then it's like, even, and when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah. Guess what he did? Even Jesus fucking left it, left it. Even Jesus still <laughs> talked about shit you know? like that, you know? Like so, it's like, it's wild that this is the same guy. Like I'm pretty sure he's just wild now. He's probably on some med. That's like, that's like, fuck you with. <laughs> I mean, for sure, he said he's on some meds. But, he said he was. But but what I'm saying basically is, I'm hoping that just as that one interview he had with that one guy. Sway? No. The recent one where he was like, you know, Kanye, I'm hurt. And then he like came up to oh, me and he's like, I'm with, sorry, bro. I didn't with Char- Charlemagne? Yeah. Charlemagne? Was it, no, yeah. was it him? Really? Well, he did, he, did one, he did like an hour. He did a long one, like a two-hour one with Charlemagne. Anyway, I'm really bad with names. Uh-huh. But um, he, I'm hoping that like some of these things get through to him. Some of these things like you can't have that much power and yeah. that much influence and not know... Or did you see the... Were you talking How, about the TMZ interview? It, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. So. Where the guy stood up to him? Yeah, and then Kanye actually... He's like, you know what? I do have a problem with you, bro. Oh, and then, like, yeah, he stepped no, up to him. No, it's not even that one. Not that one? Or maybe I'm mistaking it. Anyway. It's one of those. Anyway. Let's not linger on that. But yeah. it's one of those. But all I'm hoping is that people actually do bring... Like, people around him actually make him realize that you... I know what you're saying, dude. I know you like his methods. 
Yeah. I, I know you like his methods. I know you like that he's outspoken and he's like someone who made it against all the odds, but mm-hmm. he stands for way more than that. Right. And you shouldn't support that. Right. There's yeah, exactly. And there's like a lot of stuff that is in his realm of influence and, and things that he does or his characteristics that I think Kanye notices or Kanye like respects. But there's the other unsavory parts that you can't like if you if you co sign him for the stuff you do like, you also have to co sign the stuff for like the bad stuff too, right? right? So it just all gets lumped together. So I think people it's for for us, it's very difficult to like, you know, tear that out a little bit but um yeah because like we're so like because we were emotional too so i'm gonna speak for myself as soon as trump started the damn his damn campaign i knew like fuck this dude forever because uh he basically called my family rapists and drug dealers and stuff like that basically essentially that's how i took the message so it's like fuck you and fuck everything Mm -hmm. uh you stand for um it says uh was like freaking like Tupac and hit him up. It's like first off, fuck your bitch and your click you claim. <laughs> like I kind of felt like that. Like fuck you, bitch. Like I I don't bang with you at all anymore. So yeah. So the fact that he's kind of now co-signing the same dude years later after everything that we've seen happen with him in the election, post-election, now with the whole investigation ongoing with him, uh, the fact that he fucking is paid hush money to a porn star to not come out with an affair with the details about their affair and then now how that is uh, the Ima- money was campaign it, campaign Ima- money that was funneled through his lawer imagine that got paid, if all like, this was like Obama like he oh, would have been sure. out for sure he wouldn't even have made it for sure like, exactly that's how racist America is that's like the double standard they're, le- they're letting everyone they're letting yeah. everyone in his in his um, in his I, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out the word. Like his, his party like his, or his his presidency. Just yeah. like everyone he's like working with, they're all scandalous motherfuckers. His like, campaign, there's can't or is uh, everyone's yeah. dirty. It, I mean, they're always dirty, right? In politics, right? right? They're just way too dirty to be there. They're so upfront and brash with it that it's like, it's but so it's brazen. okay. Like if it had you know, been like, Obama's crew, like yeah. Well, that have there were certain things that Obama did, but they did it like in the. The, politi- the right political way to frame it so like they, they made it so their hands didn't get dirty they made it so they didn't point the fingers didn't go point exactly, back to them exactly. they did it like the traditional route like these guys are just straight up just like kicking in your door and stealing your TV and shit with a shotgun right to your face like that that's how they're doing it uh, have you ever read the book 1984? no read the book it, it it's very eerie like in this today's time and like situation and Orwell uh, yeah George Orwell it was one of I read it in high school and it's still like the message and everything big still brother, sticks right? with me yeah Big Brother mm-hmm. there's whole uh, creation of like the society in terms of like what each department of the government is designed to do it basically does the opposite of what it's oh, designed to do this is random but oh, um, Obama Kanye he said one of his he like tweeted one of his heroes is uh-huh. the main face of the um What's that shooting that happened where all the kids were like, no. The Parkland that. shooting? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so the Florida? Par- yeah, their yeah. movement. Like, she's the face of the movement. Oh, you know? the Emma Gonzalez chick? Yeah. The chick with the yeah, there we go. Head. God, yeah. I'm so bad yeah. with names. This is what I'm learning. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, her, like, he was like, oh, this is one of my heroes. And he tweeted a picture of Emma. And Emma, obviously, from what he's been doing lately, he she she mocked him kind of and said, oh, um, my hero. And then she posted a picture of a man who stopped a 
a shooter mm-hmm. in Tennessee. Mm. So oh yeah, that guy at so the Waffle House. That's that. That's what I'm saying about Kanye. Like I feel like I feel like he he means to do well, but even he doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. You know, like the other thing I I, I heard in an interview oh, it was not, I can't know if, I don't know if it was with him or if it was like somebody else who was like part of his crew. Oh yeah, a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was like somebody who was a part of his crew was saying that like, um, uh, basically Kanye's been in his own bubble for so the past long. for the past few years. I mean, years this dude where, escapes like fucking Hawaii, right? And but like quite literally. So no, yeah, but he's been in his own like information bubble too. Yeah. So he he hasn't been getting the he's updates. So he hasn't been exactly. He hasn't been paying attention to what's been going on mm. in the news media or like, like what Trump has been doing himself. and saying. Like yeah. He, Both figuratively and physically. So right. I understand that. So he, yeah. So like he hasn't even been cognizant or aware of like all the fuck shit that's been going on, and all like I'm pretty sure he does hasn't been paying attention to like a lot of the police brutality issues that have been happening within the last two years, or some of the other things that have been ongoing with uh, uh, politics and things of the world. Because it seemed like he was still somewhat connected to that up until maybe like Mark beautiful dark twisted fantasy because then it still mm-hmm. seemed like you kind of at that point and then with Jesus especially they kind of just like moved over or like he kind of enclosed himself and just kind of has been less influenced by those type of people he's been more controlling of what gets to him mm-hmm. or I'm not sure if it's his crew or if it's the Kardashians that are controlling all this shit and like telling him giving him what information they want him to know is like that's a whole nother ball of wax too. Yeah, let's not get into that though. The whole, that's a whole we can go hours. Oh my god, talking about the Kardashian effect. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. It's a curse. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll, I'll, subscribe forgi- to I'll the never curse. forgive Trav for Travis Scott for, for, for being so stupid and just going full 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 blown in, just diving so, right in. Yeah, he's so stupid. But that's not my life, so 